Welcome, weary travelers, to the great big universe of Excess Press. This is a weekly podcast to bring you the news of the Disney theme parks and resorts. Witness for yourselves the wonders of Excess Press. And now, let's begin. to another episode of Excess Press. My name is Matt, and I'm the host of this Disney theme parks news podcast, and this is episode 136. Everyone had a great week. I know a lot of folks are heading down to Walt Disney World this weekend to run in the Disney Princess Half Marathon, which is taking place on yeah Sunday, I'm pretty sure. Um, but yeah, I want to wish everyone uh, the best of luck, whoever's running out there. I know a few, uh, some, some personal friends that are going, so that should be a lot of fun. So yeah, I want to wish everyone good luck. Um, I am also going to away this weekend. I'm not going to Disney World, but as uh, I've said before, I am on my way to Oahu. Um, Oahu in Hawaii this uh, this upcoming weekend, uh, and staying at the Alani uh, Disney Disney Resort. So I'm really excited to do that. Um, I'm gonna do definitely do a full trip report. I'm probably gonna talk about um, Hawaii itself uh, on there as well because I think if you're, if you're thinking about traveling to Hawaii, there's there's actually a lot to know about the island of Oahu. Um, this is gonna be my second time visiting the island, so I think there's some good tips I can give out if anyone plans to, to go in the future so i'm excited to talk about that i'm also thinking about maybe doing like the um the daily check-ins that i did during my walt disney world trip every day i would record a video or an, an audio clip and post it directly just as I'm, I'm there i wouldn't do it for like the entire trip that i'm uh, in Hawaii, but only when I'm staying at Alani. I feel like I could talk about the resort there because we plan on d- taking uh, in as much as we can while we're staying at the resort because there's so much to do there. So um, if you if you think you might be interested in that, hey, reach out to me. Send me a direct message or an email. Uh, you can hit me up on Instagram at Excess Press Podcast. And yeah, let me let me know like I, if you guys are interested in that of uh, hearing my daily check-ins for when I'm visiting Alani. I'm, I'll definitely do that. So. So yeah, let me know. But yeah, very excited going going off on Sunday. So uh, yeah, just preparing for that. Getting finally getting over this uh, cold. I still have it. So uh, last week, uh, I think I I, I kind of listened to a little bit back, and man, I I don't know how I sounded that in that episode. So th- thank you for bearing uh, with with me on that episode. To uh, just as I was talking through it, sick. I probably shouldn't do that again in the future. But um, yeah, I'm gonna try. Uh, not to uh, do that again, but yeah, luckily I'm feeling a little bit better. Still a little, a little bit sick getting over it, but that's all right. 
But um, all right. Well, kind of let's let's start hopping into the show. Um, I don't have a lot of topics to talk about today. Um, I have three main topics, two small ones and one big one. Um, so pretty much, we're, I'm going to talk about the uh, the probably the biggest news that was released this week is that the Cinderella Castle at Walt Disney World is getting a makeover. So uh, that is very exciting. Um, so I'm going to talk a about the news there. Uh, and then the Regal Eagle Smokehouse opened up over at Epcot in the American Pavilion. So I'll chat a little bit about that. Um, and then uh, since the Flower Garden Festival is starting in a couple weeks, um, I haven't really talked about it at all, so I'm going to give like kind of like the over, like kind of like a, sh a short preview of what's going to be happening at that festival. Um, nothing too much, but like if you want to do some of like the tours or like the the, um, the Garden Rocks concerts, uh, well, yeah, I'll talk a little bit about that. So, so let's just jump right into it and begin this week's episode of the Excess Press Podcast. So social media went wild this week when the news dropped that later this year we will be getting a royal makeover of Cinderella Castle over at Walt Disney World. Uh, it's just a short little blog article that uh, the, the the Disney blog put out, um, but man, it lit up social media with a storm. There's so much chatter behind this. Um, I've, I've never seen the photo shared as much as like anything else. Which is, I mean, really cool. I mean, it, it's the icon for Walt Disney World. So it, it, this this matters. This is a really big deal. Um, and I'm actually really excited for it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, now, uh, so what the article was saying that, to me, it sounded like it was celebrating the 70th, uh, 70th anniversary for Cinderella. Um, but I kind of feel like this is for the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World, which is next year. I mean, there's probably going to be a lot of people coming to the parks next year. I mean, you got Tron opening up at the at the park. Um, and I feel, yeah, I feel like it's it's more meant for that. But there wasn't any mention of it in the, the news article at, at all. So, or the blog article, I should say. Um, now, to me, the, the, the color scheme looks kind of similar to the, the new Sleeping Beauty Castle, um, or the new makeover that the Sleeping Beauty Castle got over at Disneyland. It, the, this color scheme is kind of different, or it's kind of the same. Um, but yeah, for, for the Sleep Cinderella Castle, it has uh, lots, I'm sure, you've seen, I'm sure you guys have seen the picture. If not, um, yeah, make sure you, you look that up, because it's kind of cool. Um, but what they did was they took a photo that already existed and they just kind of photoshopped like the new colors over it um so there's a lot of gold trim all around the castle now like it's going to look completely different lots of gold uh there were rumors last year uh that there was going to be a makeover and possible like a rose gold i heard uh, i'm glad they're not doing rose gold but it's, it is going to be gold um and then also in like towards the middle of the castle, it looks like there's like a light purple gradient, uh, darker going uh, to lighter as the castle goes up. And that kind of helps with the, the force perspective of making the castle look bigger than it actually is. Um, and then uh, on the blue, on the 
uh, turrets? What are, I forget what the like the cones, the the cones on the castle called. I think they're turrets. Uh, I'm I'm probably mistaken. Sorry if I got that wrong, but the the pointy cones that stick up at the castle everywhere. Pretty sure they're called turrets. Anyways, um, the the blues on that look brighter uh, than they they did in the past. So that looks really great as well. Um, but yeah, overall it looks it looks really good. Um, again, I think it looks similar to the Sleeping Beauty Castle. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm excited for this makeover. Um, so there were a lot of like concerns um, about what is going to be happening with this and with the construction, like how long it's going to take. Because um, uh, if, if you think about it, a lot of people come to the Magic Kingdom Park. Uh, to take photos of the castle. I mean, that's what everyone wants. They always want the photos in the castle. They literally just, like, what was it, two weeks ago, maybe I announced it. They did the capture your moment um, uh, package where you can get a photographer to take photos of you in front of the castle. So a lot of the concerns were, like, how much of it is going to be covered? Like, what were they going to do? Um, because to me, like, I don't know if you guys remember, I believe it was last... Yeah, I believe it was last year that the the Cinderella Castle got the um, got the makeover. <clears throat> Excuse me, and uh, the the castle was pretty much covered the entire time. Like I had good friends that went to Disneyland. Uh, I think it was February, March for a couple 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 days, and the castle was just covered, and they didn't even get to see it. So, uh, but apparently that's not the case this time. So, Vice President of Magic Kingdom Park. Uh, Jason Kirk actually answered a few questions on I, I guess the questions were posted on the blog itself so he he chimed in and answered a few questions um, so the the main takeaways from this is that um, he, he, he made sure that uh, he told that things were still gonna be open so for instance uh, the, the the stage show Mickey's Royal Friendship Fair that's still gonna be going on we're still gonna get happily ever after but people were also concerned if Cinderella's Royal Table was still going to be there because they had reservations for it, as well as Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique because both of those things are located inside of the castle. So they wanted to, uh, guests just wanted to make sure that those things were going to be open when they visited the park, of course. So, uh, so Jason Kirk uh, just made sure that, yes, it, it, those things are going to be happening. The, the stage show is going on as well as the fireworks are still happening. So that is good over there. Um, and then, um, yeah, again, I already said one of the other things, but yeah, one of the concerns that it was going to be covered. Uh, he did say that it will remain uncovered. Um, and that they they will do their best to ensure that guests are still able to capture capture the photos and memories they want uh, in front of the castle. So that is good news over there. Um, and then, uh, so yeah, the last thing he's mentioned, uh, someone was asking when construction was going to be, like when it was going to end. Um, so he said that work is expected to begin in the coming weeks, uh, and then it's going to be complete by the end of this summer. So. Uh, we have a few uh, months ahead of time. I'm, I'm sure they definitely want to get that done before they have to start hanging the lights for Christmas and all. Um, so we, they got a lot of work ahead of themselves. So I'm curious to see the the project, the process of um, uh, of of the, the painting the castle because you're gonna probably see it in stages where some of it's gonna be painted, some of it's not. So it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting few months if you're visiting. Uh, and then, yeah, just seeing what the castle is like. So uh, I'm kind of happy that uh, I'm not going. Uh, I probably I don't think I'm going at all this year. If anything, it might be like a spontaneous trip. 
But yeah, I'm kind of happy that I'm not going to see it in, in that process of, of it actually being painted. But um, anyways, I don't think you have to worry. It's going to look phenomenal either way. So, uh, But yeah, so that is the, the royal makeover that the Cinderella Castle is getting. So yeah, just keep on the lookout for that because yeah, that is uh, going to be coming later this year. So now we're going to be moving on to Epcot for the rest of the show. So everyone has been eagerly awaiting the new restaurant uh, that is opening up, the quick service restaurant that is opening up over in the American Pavilion over in Epcot or in the World Showcase uh, Pavilion, I should say. Um, now, the Regal Eagle Smokehouse is finally open. Uh, this is uh, a restaurant that is named after, of course, Sam Eagle from the Muppets. As you know, he is just, he loves America. So they, they of course, had to tie in a little bit of IP in for, for this. Of course, they would have to do that. But um, every, I love Sam Eagle. He's, he's so funny. And uh, I think it's, uh, what, what is it? Uh, I love the joke in the Muppets where it's like, and it's a glorious three-hour finale. And then I think Kermit's like, well, you got two minutes. Uh, I forget, I probably butchered the joke, but it's something like that. It, it cracks me up every time. I love it. Um, so yeah, so Sam Eagle is the, the, I guess you could say, like the mascot over at the Regal Eagle Smokehouse. Uh, but it opened, I believe, yesterday. Um, as I'm recording this on a Thursday night, so I think either Wednesday or today it opened. I can't remember. Uh, but yeah, it is, it is now open. Um, so this is a patriotic uh, quick service restaurant. Um, where the, the theming of it is that Sam Eagle is hosting Sam's Centennial Cook-Off, a salute to all cook-offs, but mostly barbecue. Uh, so this is a competition fit for all patriots and pit masters. Uh, and of course, there's going to be a variety of classic backyard barbecue selections from across uh, the country as well. So uh, some of the menu items are like the Kansas City smoked chicken, the Memphis dry rub pork ribs, the North Carolina chopped um, smoked pork butt, the Texas bri uh, Texas beef brisket sandwich. Um, but don't worry if if you don't want any of that. There is a what they're calling the power greens salad, uh, which is uh, with some fruit, sunflower seeds, dried cranberries, radishes, some citrus vinaigrette, and topped with chilled pulled uh, chilled pulled chicken. So you can get that as well. And there will also be a plant-based uh, barbecue jackfruit burger on garlic toast. I have no idea what jackfruit is. So um, I, I put it in my notes, but it didn't, I don't think I read it out loud until now. And I've, I have no idea what a jackfruit is. So um, I apologize there. But um, so anyways... Um, so all of that sounds really good and uh, outside there is also a outdoor bar and a patio uh, which of course I love sitting outside so I would definitely want to choose to sit out there as well unless it was like a 90 100 degree day and it's in the sun but 
uh, I think I'll be okay there. So, um, so yeah, but they have lots of uh, drinks on the menu to get. They have a lot of craft brews and ciders from across the country. Uh, there's wines from the west coast of the country. Uh, then you get your fountain beverages, and then there's some regional specialty regional cocktails like the Tennessee Lemonade with whiskey. Uh, and peach or the non-alcoholic uh, berry punch with white grape juice, strawberry, peach, and blackberry. So those are two drinks that you can get over there. Uh, and they're also selling merchandise. So there's some cool merchandise you could check out as well. And then um, um, my, my kind of quick thoughts on it is like, if it's anything like the barbecue that they serve during like the food and wine festival or the flower and garden, then I'm like really excited to try this out. Um, those are some of my favorite items. Every time I go to the festivals, I've, the last three times I've gone to Disney world have been during a festival. Um, no four, is it four times now? Wow. Four times now. Holy moly. Yeah. Four times now I've been to flower, uh, garden twice and food and wine twice. And I feel like I've gotten the barbecue every time it's, it's always so good. So um, yeah, I definitely want to check this out. The only problem is like, I always find it so hard for me to eat quick service uh, while I'm at Epcot. Cause again, I'm always there during a festival and I always eat a ton of food while I'm there. Like either we're eating, uh, the, the food during the festival or we're like, we have, we have a, uh, a, a dining reservation at one of the restaurants over there as well. So, uh, I, it's always hard for me to kind of make time to do the quick service, um, I think I went to, uh, the, what, one of the French bakeries, uh, and got like a sandwich, like some really good chicken pesto sandwich on the last day I was there. Cause I had to use a, a dining credit. I had to use one dining credit and I was like, I'm going to use all of this as much as I can, but I did not need that sandwich at all. I was so full when I ate it, but I ate it. It was good. But, uh, that's probably like the last time I can remember getting a quick service meal uh, in Epcot. Um, so, but I think, uh, I'm going to have to make sure I kind of set aside some time for this, even though I can get good barbecue as it is. Um, I mean, I'm in New Jersey. We're not known for the barbecue, but I do have a really good place right down the street for me. So I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. But otherwise this, this looks really good, but I'm sure, um, uh, a lot of people are excited about it. I mean, I am. So, but yeah, so that is the Regal Eagle Smokehouse, and that is now open in the American Adventure Pavilion over in Epcot. So yeah, check that out. All right, so now we are going to move on to the flower, the 2020 Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival Preview. So I wanted to give you guys a little bit of a preview because uh, this is a, this is definitely my favorite uh, festival. I definitely like this more than the Food and Wine Festival, mostly because I just love the topiaries and the gardens that they have. And Disney just has like the greatest horticulturists that uh, just create and prune all of these just the, these phenomenal topiaries of like our favorite Disney characters. And I just, I love checking it out. I've, I've been there twice now and it's, it's great. I love it. I mean, the topiaries are located all over, um, the, the, uh, Epcot, uh, the future world, the world showcase They're they're everywhere. I mean, you got, you got your favorite three caballeros. You got Simba and friends. Uh, Remy is a new one this year. So you can check him out. 
Um, you got Buzz Lightyear over at towards Mission Space. Uh, you got um, th- so there because of all the construction going on uh, in Future World and World, uh, located between Future World and World Showcase, they're going to have construction Minnie and Mickey with Goofy, Pluto, and Chippendale. So they're probably going to be all in like their hard hats and stuff like that. Uh, so that's a lot of fun. Um, and then what else we got? Yeah, we got uh, Winnie and Pooh and friends over in the United Kingdom. Uh, we got Bo Peep and her sheep with Woody in Future World East. Usually, like Woody's for the most part, he's with Buzz, I think, but uh, not this year. They they are separated, probably due to the Toy Story Four coming out last year and how Woody was mostly with Peep and. He's not. Uh, t- well, I don't, don't want to spoil anything, but um, yeah. So, anyways, they're they're separated this time, uh, and then of course uh, Anna and Elsa. So there's a lot. There's a lot of others. Donald with Daisy and Huey, Dewey, and Louie, and uh, you you got your favorite. One of my favorites is always the uh, Fantasia one with Sorcerer Mickey with the brooms and the ostriches and the hippos. So uh, just really great topiaries, and that's again that's what makes the to me uh, the Flower and Garden the best one. Just because I love the scenery and just especially how they decorate um, uh, Future World with all the flowers. I don't know what it's going to look like with all the construction going on this year. I know it's 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 just a, a mess over there right now, um, but it always just it's always so colorful. So uh, I think with the construction going on, it'll, it'll be nice to get a little bit of flowers in in the um, in the area. So. Uh, so yeah, so those are just some of the to- topiaries. I'll, I'll put a link in the description if you want to see all of them. Uh, get, get the list of all of them over there. Um, and then of course, uh, the the second best part is all of the outdoor kitchens uh, that um, <clears throat> excuse me uh, that you can go and try all the different foods. I'm I'm not gonna go through any of those tonight. Um, there, there there's just so many. Um, but I always like to give the tips. The, the tip uh, that uh, if the biggest thing I could say is that prepare before you go into one of these festivals um, because you could be so over- overwhelming trying to go to all these different food booths. Um, so like if you're just going to Epcot for like a day, uh, look at the list, see, f- like find what uh, some of your favorite things or th- things that sound good what that you want to try, like make a list of like your top five foods uh, in your drinks uh and then and just try it try that out as well um so excuse, excuse me real quick i'm man getting over this cold is tough it is not easy <laughs> so i'm i'm like trying not to cough into the mic and trying to be good so i apologize once again for my my raspiness and stuff like that so um uh what was i saying so yeah you just want to like create create your list of uh just your your top five foods that you want to try because it'll really help you like because it'll really help you like try the things that you want to try and not like just walk up randomly to a food booth or one of the outdoor kitchens and try something that you might not like like you'll be like i wish i didn't like spend the money on that but uh, at least you'll know ahead of time and you'll have done your research and stuff so i always like to do that i try to do that uh, a lot of these items are also on the Disney Dining Plan, so if you want to use your snack credits for those, you absolutely can. We went, when we went to the Food and Wine Festival, I used so many snack credits uh, during the Food and Wine Festival. It was it was nuts. It was insane. But the one thing that kind of got that annoyed me with the snack credits is that like I was I was I was being bad. I think I did the math in my head, and it was only worth using a snack credit on the um 
using a snack credit uh, is if the the price of the snack was over five fifty or six dollars. I forget the exact math I did, but I'm, I'm going to round it up to six. Just or no, I'll say five fifty. I think five fifty is a good number. If it was over five fifty, I would use a snack credit. If it was like anything less than five fifty, because a lot of the snacks are like four dollars, four seventy five, four fifty, um, I wouldn't use it. But that kind of created uh, a mess at the end because on the last day I went to Epcot. And I, I had to, I had all these snack credits that I wanted to use it, and I refused to buy like goofy gummies or anything like that. I used it on actual food and I just stuffed my face as much as I could. It was great. It was good. But like, I did not need all that food. So I went a little crazy there. So I guess what I'm trying to say is my advice is like, don't be afraid to like save uh, or to use your snack credits on these things. Like if you see a snack that's like 475 Okay, that's fine, but make sure like another snack is like you is over six dollars, which is it's it's to me I saw that it was kind of rare. There's not too many that are over six. It depends on what it is, um, but at, it's entirely up to to your discretion of how you want to use your snack credits. Um, but that was just my experience. It was the first time I was on ever on the Disney dining plan, so I, I it was all new experience to me. But that's kind of what I took away from it is that I wish I use more credits on um the food at the food booths so anyway so those are just like a couple tips that i would give out um, for the outdoor kitchens um and i actually had a lot of fun i don't know if they they they'll give like a passport out or something like that because the food and wine festival they give you a passport for all the, the booths you visit but i assume they have something like that for this one uh, I've been super busy at like work and, and life that I didn't do enough research into uh, into the uh, this uh, festival preview. So I apologize. So I'm going with some of the basics uh, today. Um, so yeah, those are the, those are the outdoor kitchens. They are located everywhere. Uh, I believe Taste Track is going to be back. There's always good stuff over at Taste Track. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And then, uh, yeah, there's going to be in future worlds. Uh, and then of course, all around the world showcase. So, uh, yeah, check out those outdoor kitchens. Um, and then of course, a lot of the things they have, there's a lot of tours that you can go on exhibits as well as gardens, uh, to check out. There's a lot of fun things for the kids. Like for instance, the kids, there's what they're calling the Bo Peeps, uh, playtime training ground, uh, where, uh, yeah, kids can just, uh, have some fun over there. Um, so there, yeah, there's lots of things to check out. Um, there is uh, the English Tea Garden where you can discover the history and art of tea blending um, over at the English yeah over at the English Tea Garden in UK in the UK Pavilion. Um, there is let's see what else we got? we got a lot. There's the Honey Bistro where you can learn about the importance of honeybees in this immersive garden. Um, there's also some food options that you can get as well while you're over there. That's near the Imagination Pavilion. Um, let's see, what else is there? Uh, there is they plant a garden perfect for pollinators. So there is, uh, you can stop by the a display near the butterfly house and uh, take garden ready, garden ready ideas home with you, along with garden crafts and sustainable best practices. Uh, you can learn about spices over in the Morocco Pavilion. Uh, this thing is called Urban Spices. We can learn about uh, a lot of the Eastern cultures and ancient spices that were considered more valuable than gold. So there's a lot of things that you could check out over there. I'm going to link um, 
a lot of these tours in the um, description below so you can check out some of those things because yeah there's there's a lot um and uh, I, yeah, I definitely can't go through them today, but yeah, some of them you have to pay for depending on what it is. Uh, a lot of these are just like certain gardens that you can kind of check out and walk around. Um, there's, uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot. So, um, uh, so those are just some of the brief ones. Um, uh, so yeah, so check those out. Uh, and then one of the other big things is the Garden Rocks concert series. So every year they always bring in all these bands and uh, musicians to play uh, and these concerts take place uh, in the evenings um, at, at the America Gardens Theater over in the American Adventure uh, uh, American Adventure Pavilion um, and then they also are doing the like the dining package for it um, actually before I get to the dining package um, I'm not going to list like all of the concerts that's going on, but they have a lot of good folks, uh, a lot of good bands this year. Like some of the ones I would want to see is Simple Plan. I've always been a big fan of those. Plain White Tees. Uh, and then Air Supply. I would love to see Air, Air Supply. Um, so there, there's a lot. Um, but yeah, you can also do the dining package, um, which uh, you can do uh, breakfast, lunch, or dinner at select Epcot restaurants. Uh, and then that will guarantee you seating at one of the three concert performances later that day. So depending on which one you want to choose. Um, so yeah, you definitely want to reserve ahead of time so you could do that. Uh, reservations have actually been open for a while, so but uh, I would just uh, check to see if there's anything available in case you haven't. Uh, but the options are pretty limited. Like, I remember the Food and Wine Festival. I remember there was, like, maybe, like, 12 restaurants that were eligible for it. But um, uh, for this, there's only the, the Beer Garden Restaurant in Germany. There's the Coral Reef Restaurant in the Living Seas Pavilion. Then the Garden Grill Restaurant in the Land Pavilion. Uh, and then there's the Rosicrown Pub and Dining Room in the UK Pavilion. So... Uh, all of those have lunch and dinner. The only one that you can get breakfast at is at the Garden Grill. So you can book a dining package for breakfast, which everyone, I always hear really great things about the uh, Garden Grill restaurant. I don't know what it is, but I just always hear uh, phenomenal things about it. So um, I definitely have to check, there out, uh, check it out one day. But um, So that's like... Guys, this is like very basic information about the Flower and Garden Festival. Sorry, I don't have like a full, full preview for you, but um, I'm sure a lot of you like the um, the short version of this. And I'm trying to also, like I said in the past, try to keep these episodes uh, a bit shorter. My, my goal is always between 30 and 40 minutes. Um, but yeah, so that is the Epcot Flower and Garden Festival. And you know what I'm just realizing? I don't have dates uh, in front of me. So... Uh, I'm going to have to look that up real quick. I know it starts March 4th and uh, it goes until June, uh, but I don't have the dates. For See, this is why uh, I need to be more prepared. But um, yeah, again, I was, I've was i been so busy just trying to just get ready for my trip and stuff. Um, but yeah, anyway, so uh, yeah, I have the dates in front of me. Sorry about that. Uh, so yeah, this begins March 4th. So really soon. I've um, been there twice on opening weekend. Uh, and it's it's great. I love it. And it goes all the way through June 1st of 2020. So you got three full months. You got March, April, M May. So you got a lot of time uh, to check out the Flower and Garden Festival. It's worth it. I like it. It's my favorite festival. I mean, I haven't been to the Festival of the Arts yet. Um, 
but between food and wine i think this one is just a, a lot better mostly again because of the toperaries and just how um the um uh, just how it looks the aesthetics look throughout the park the sculptures and everything so um but yeah so that uh that kind of wraps it up for today sorry i don't have too much uh today um like i said just been busy doing this and that uh which i won't talk about again um but yeah so that's that um and then uh yes yeah, so, so programming I, I know i mentioned this on the last episode but i'll repeat it again so next week on thursday you are still gonna get an episode um but it's not gonna be a news episode uh you will be getting uh, a, ca- a interview with a cast member episode. I had a great guest on. Uh, I re- we recorded an episode just the other night and uh, fantastic. She actually helped open the MBA experience in Disney Springs. Um, and yeah, it was great talking to her. So make sure you check that out. That'll be coming out next week. So that is a, that is an hour long episode. So uh, she's got a lot to say, which was phenomenal. So yes, uh, stay tuned for that one. Um, and then uh, maybe stay tuned for to see if I do the um, uh, what is it? The daily check-ins when I'm visiting Olani. So those would come up next uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday as well. Uh, and probably probably Monday, um, so just kind of keep out the keep on the lookout for those. I again, I may or may not do it. It's still kind of deciding. I feel like it's going to be a last <laughs> last minute decision. But if you see those surprise episodes up on your feed, um, make sure you do that. And again, if you're not subscribing to the podcast already, uh, make sure you are doing that as well. So. All right. Well, that's it for me. I am going away on vacation. Uh, I will see you guys in a uh, couple weeks. So it's going to be fun. I'm going to, when I come back, I'll make sure I do a trip report. Katie is coming back for that. So uh, I already talked to her. She's going to be joining me on my trip report because it's always fun sharing a trip report when someone's there and she'll get to ask me some questions uh, that, that she might have. So yeah, but that is going to wrap it up for this episode today. Uh, and again, if you're not subscribing, please do so. You could do that on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, Anchor, pretty much however you listen to podcasts, we're there. And if you can, hey, on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review. It'll really help out the show. You can check out all of our episodes at excesspresspodcast.com. Uh, and then you can follow me on social media. And you might want to do that this week because I'm going to be sharing a lot on the feed at Excess Press Podcast on my Instagram. And I'm going to be doing a lot of my personal as well. So if you guys want to follow me on my personal feed, you could just find me at Matt Zabita, Z-A-B-I-T-A. Uh, that is at Matt Zabita. I'll be posting a lot over there as well. But yeah, follow me uh, on Facebook as well. Um, and yeah, speaking of cast member interviews, uh, again, if you know anyone that like wants to come on the show, if they've been a past uh, cast member, uh, hey, reach out to me. You can shoot me an email over at matt at excesspresspodcast.com. Uh, you could also email me there if you have any questions or concerns about the show. Um, but yeah, that's it. All right, vacation time, guys. Thanks for tuning in and for your support of the show. This is Matt from the Excess Press Podcast signing off. Until next time, travelers. We hope to see you next week. And remember to seize the future with excess. Bon voyage.